Welcome back to our series about DAS Studio, the content manipulation app for macOS and Windows. In this episode, I'm Javis Lewis, by the way, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how we can manipulate objects within our viewport. We've already talked about how to navigate the viewport, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how we can move our objects in the viewport around, and also how we can kind of manipulate the shape and size of them a little bit. And we call these the direct manipulation tools. There's also an indirect way of manipulating objects using deformers, and we're going to learn about that in a later video. For now, let's see how we can move objects around. So I've got my retro scene here with the sphere, the cone and the cube again. And at the top of this particular layout, I can see four icons that are very important to me. There's the universal manipulator gadget here. Then there's the rotate tool. There's the translate tool and there's the scale tool. Now the first three here, the rotate, translate and scale tool, they are kind of all mixed together in the universal manipulator tool. And let me show you what they all do. Let's start with the translate tool first. If I select that and then either select an object in the viewport, you can, no matter what you've selected at the top, you can always select an object in the scene tab if it's unselectable in the viewport directly. You can see that this gizmo always stays the same size. So if I move in here, the gizmo never changes size. The object itself changes size and if it gets smaller, then the gizmo appears larger in relation to the actual object. But it is always the same size. You know, draw on your monitor if you don't believe me. You can have a look there. Now, the translate tool allows us to move the object in each axis. And we do that by hovering over any of these little arrows here until they turn yellow. And then we left click and drag. And that'll move the object along that axis. Works in X, Y and Z direction. And if you ever did something that you wish you hadn't done, just press Control Z or Command Z on the Mac, and then it'll just undo whatever you did there. Now these arrows, they, as I said, move these things along an axis, but there's also these little gray triangles here. And they happen to be at the intersection of each of these arrows. And if we left click and drag on one of those, and that means we move our object along that plane. So basically the intersection of those two axes or anything except for the third axis, if you know what I mean. Blender does this by allowing you to press shift and the axis followed by that motion. And then you basically move the object along a plane. So that works with every plane. So this is kind of the plane on the bottom, the bottom plane, and this allows me to bring the object more forward or further backwards. And this is basically forwards and backwards along that axis there. That's how you translate objects. So translate means move the object in 3D space, basically from one space to another. You can also rotate the object, and we have that with the rotate tool. 
The rotate tool is kind of special because it allows you to rotate the object along either axis. Also notice that it is where it is actually rotated here. It is not rotated in the middle of the cube but at the bottom center and that is because that's where that object has its pivot point or its origin point. We're going to talk about that more in a later video and how to manipulate that and how to change that to a different position. Usually objects in Dash 3D have that at the bottom center so that with characters the origin point is not in the head it is at the bottom in the middle at the bottom of their feet that makes it easy for them to be placed around the scene. Uh, the rotate tool is kind of special in that it also has something kind of interesting in the middle here that's not quite showing up only when I hover over it. You see that little yellow circle here when I left click and drag while that circle is displayed then I can move the object around all axes so that's kind of an interesting thing to randomly position the object it uh, doesn't allow for precise control I must say but it does indeed work so you know it's something to be aware of that that option exists The next one we're going to look at is the scale tool and it's kind of interesting in that it allows you to scale the whole object uniformly by using this little jobby in the middle here, the white blob that doesn't quite light up which is a bit of a shame so uh, that's not supposed to happen. It is really difficult to do that with the, with the scale tool here. I think I've just about managed to do it. It's really fiddly to do it when you just move one pixel further to the left or right you will uh, light up one of these red, green or blue cubes here at the end. And uh, so you know see if we can do it. I just had it there. This is it. So if I if I left click and drag onto the cube in the middle I'm getting a uniform scale up or down. So I'm making the object larger or smaller. Whereas when I use any of these other little things, I'm scaling the object along that axis. So I can make it, you know, flat and thin if I wanted to. It looks like a tombstone now. Very interesting. Built from a primitive directly within Das Studio. So very interesting. The final tool I'm going to show you is the Universal Manipulator tool. And that's interesting in that it combines all the previous tools. And that's why this looks so kind of spectacularly difficult. It's only because the rotate tool only is shown partially so as soon as you hover over any of these circles the circles complete and you know that this is the way to rotate it as well as maybe move it or you can then go ahead and also scale it. So you only need one manipulator gadget to scale, rotate and translate a single object. So that's kind of convenient. This is the one I tend to use because it makes it very easy to just not having to switch between tools. But sometimes if you don't want one particular mode of manipulation while you're working with stuff, choose any of the others. They're all there and they all have shortcut keys attached to it. So if you hover over it, you'll find out what they are. Now, while we were moving and scaling our objects around here, look what I've done with the rotation thing. No matter how screwy I twist my object, the manipulator gadget always seems to point in the same direction. So I can now still move it back and forth along the z-axis here without that moving along the z-axis of the actual object because that in relation to the object has now changed. And that's because we can choose what this manipulator gadget actually looks at. The object's coordinates 
or the world's coordinates. And that's an interesting concept and let's look at that closer. We can't actually see what we're doing here because there's a special pane that we need to open to have a look at that and that is the tool settings pane. It's a very very important pane, very often overlooked. We can open it from window, panes, tabs, this is all in alphabetical order by the way, on the bottom here tool settings. That's a very important little palette. I'm going to dock it on the left hand side here and I'm going to open it. So what this does, I might as well just uh, move that a little bit in here. At the very top here, this is a very important menu. It says here, use world coordinates. And uh, this is the active tool over here. I can also change that from here. This is the, changing it from here is the same as changing it up here in the little toolbar. So that's the one we're currently using the universal manipulator tool here. So under here, the use world coordinates. That means this manipulator gadget will always point in the coordinates of our world, which hopefully will never change unless otherwise we're in big trouble. But if we change that to local coordinates, then you'll see that the gadget has changed somehow. It has changed directions. Let me change it back. See that? The axes are pointing in different directions. And that's because it now follows whatever this object is oriented in. Let me move, let me bring in another primitive here, just another uh, cube perhaps. There it is. And if I select this cube, I'm just going to put this kind of these two together, this cube, and we're also currently using the local coordinates, this is lined up together with the world. So the z-axis of the cube the new cube is lined up with the z-axis of the world, which is like this one. This is the x-axis and this is the y-axis, depending on which program you use. But if I select this object again, you can see that the gadget is lined up with this object now. See the difference? So that's important to remember because if I wanted to move this object along its y-axis, then I need to say either use local coordinates or use objects coordinates. They happen to be very similar or the same. I don't actually know what the difference is between them. But what it means is that I can now, now that I've twisted this slab around, I can now move it along its up axis, which is this way. You know, takes off like a rocket there type thing. But when I select my new cube and move it along its y-axis, that just goes straight up. That doesn't go, you know, up into the kind of doesn't, it hasn't been tumbled around. Uh, but if I wanted to move this thing up straight into the air, then I would select it and select the world coordinates instead. And then I can follow that y-axis up, the world's y-axis up. Do you see the difference? This is sometimes not quite easy to explain, but it is an important concept to remember as you deal with 3D objects. They can be moved either with the world or with their own coordinates. There's something even funkier here, and that is the screen coordinates. That's kind of an interesting one. And that, if we uh, select that, you see that the manipulator gadget itself changes. It appears that one axis, the blue one namely, is missing here from the lineup. And that is because the screen coordinates only allows us to move the object in two axes because we only have two axes. We're watching this in 2D even though it's a 3D world, but the 2D image that we see on the monitor, that only really has a width and a height. It doesn't have a depth. And that is what this manipulator gadget is now aligned to. So we either have one single triangle here, 
That means if we now move the cube, we literally keep it on the plane of the monitor, away from the camera exactly as far away as it is right now. And all we can do is no matter how, which way we look at it, we can move it left and right. Now the funky thing is if I spin my scene around, if I tumble around the cube, you can see that the gadget doesn't actually change. It always stays in two dimensions and the third dimension never comes up. It's almost like an orthographic view of the, of the 3D manipulator gadget. And the same of course goes for rotations. It happens along the screen axis now. Let me undo that and then uh, go back to perhaps the world coordinates. And now we can move our object around in 3D space again or scale it along a particular axis. So this takes a little bit of practice and um, this is a difficult concept to understand, but it, it will come as you keep using it. So make sure things to take away from this video are really have a look at all these gadgets, focus on the universal manipulator tool. Wherever this tool shows up is the origin point of your 3D object and very important, open the tool settings pane and keep an eye on what coordinates you're actually using to translate and rotate and locate your objects. That was it for today. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please let me know below in the comments. I know this is difficult to grasp, but once you have it, it will really make building scenes and, and putting content together from your library a hell of a lot easier. If you like this video, of course, share it with friends, family, like-minded 3D enthusiasts and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.